Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. We are here in Novi, Michigan, just having a good time. Got to make sure we don't miss that flight nailer as we got Corey Ballard here. <laughs> hey, buddy. How are you? A, uh, Did you get Sunday our travel morning. arrangements set up, by the I, way? I got the Uber on my, on my phone. All right. All right. You're pretty so, excited. You thank must you. Have, I appreciate it. You must it. have had more coffee than me. Yeah, <laughs> he always gets excited on his podcast. It's like people are always like, what, "What's wrong, Paul?" Because he's very stoic, like, yeah, like he is. behind the scenes. And then as soon as he puts this hits record, it's like boom, he's on fire. I'm, a, I'm an introvert, and I yeah. work at a radio station. They have this big red uh, thing that says "on air," and when the light goes on, it's like, "Bam, let's <laughs> yeah, go!" And I'm right? full of energy. And yeah. I'm, 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 it's, but then you got to recover afterwards. You yeah, but it, chill and out. when the mic's not on, I'm an introvert. I'm quiet. Right. I'm real yeah. reserved. So everyone's staring. He's yeah. like, "What's wrong with Paul?" I'm yeah, like, I know. That's that's, I, I totally get it. That's how Seth is, Seth the lawn surgeon, right? He's very quiet, you know, unless you get to know him. And people are like, what's up with that? He's just so big and he's just staring at everybody. So that I, there's, I'm like that too. People are like, you're an introvert? I'm like, yeah, I'm just always like on, I'm just always on air. So like you don't really know I'm an introvert. But when I'm home or I'm in between being on air, I'm, I'm totally like, I don't want to talk to anybody yeah. right now. I just Paul want to chill super, out. He was super quiet, like just standing in the rooms the other day or Friday night. And you're, I'm like, why? And then all of a sudden you get on air and like, hey, yeah. what's up, everybody? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or when you grab, when you, you know, started off the deal, I'm like, oh man, he's got more energy than me. Yeah, I know. And he doesn't have Red Bulls or, or any of that stuff. He's just got it in there. So Yeah. Go well, ahead. hey, thanks to Brian Fullerton and Liz for uh, putting this all together. It could have been so easy to fold and postpone with the circumstances. Absolutely. They got punched left, right, left, right, and they just made it happen. And uh, we appreciate you coming in, Corey. Yeah. And thanks for sponsoring our fall tour. So yes, Taylor and I went you. out Midwest, Ballard Products, fall tour, F-A-L-L-T-O-U-R, promo code i hope it's still up yep it is awesome it's been used quite a bit too and you guys can use that as a way to say thank you to Corey. support the sponsors who give us this opportunity i know a lot of you guys use brian's 10 but just to let Corey know that you're listening to the show and you're supporting him use fall tour uh, as a way to say thank you to ballard products for sponsoring yeah that saves 10 percent off everything on the website and you guys have been using it and uh yeah brian's got the monopoly on the on the uh on the Coupon code, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I know because people people will like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll hear it about it through me, and then they'll use Brian's ten, and and I'm like, well, yeah, they don't, know. it's all right. I tried using but, Brian's ten on Uline the other day. I was ordering some pallet racking, it didn't work. Oh man, so yeah, we're having a great time here, and uh, you spoke yesterday. You were kind of a little nervous or whatever, and then after you spoke, you're you're fresh. So was, I, like, was I? Did I look nervous up there? No, not oh. up there in the lobby. I was, I was like, yeah, You're beforehand right? talking, yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay. then after the before and after, it was like a, you could take a deep breath. So. I was glad it was over. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy speaking, but uh, you know, it's uh, you know, groups were small. It was great. Um, I love the way that that Brian and Liz pulled this off because man, it could have been like you said, it would have been really easy to yeah. to not do this. And man, afterwards yesterday, people were just excited, and man, we shook hundreds of hands. I, 
Sorry, COVID people, but we were shaking oh, hands. We were shaking hands. <laughs> Knuckle bumping. But there was tons of hand sanitizer, masks. They, they did everything that yep. they needed to do to make everything safe. Right, and right, I saw right. tons of people using hand sanitizer. We kept it safe. It's not like we were all like, you know, breathing all on each other and all that stuff on he, purpose. He, he just wanted to throw the disclaimer in exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what's, <laughs> what's hand sanitizer? You actually think that kills the germ? Oh, let's not go down this road. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It smells nice. Oh, man. <laughs> smells like old, day old booze. So. Yeah. It smells like alcohol with flowers. Yeah. So, so what's it along. like? <laughs> I, I think we all had this experience, you know, people coming up to us like, man, I watched your Instagram videos. I heard you on a podcast. And it's, it, w- what was your kind of takeaway, you know, from the community of how excited everyone is? There's such a buzz and, and excitement that I, it was expressed to me. I'm sure it was the same for you guys just talking to folks. Yeah, it's just, it's really crazy, you know. Um, and and I, I, you know, I, I started experiencing that a couple years ago at GIE and mm-hmm. people are coming up, and, you know, and I kind of forget that, um, you know, they see us on all this stuff and I put out all these videos and um, it's super fun for me. And I just love talking to people. I love networking. I'm in that elevator and the guy's like, oh my God, I watch all your videos. And his son likes giving me knuckle bumps, Twelve, year, you know, his 12 year old son. And, and, you know, for me and my wife was with me and, and Lindsay and I'm like, man, that's why we do it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is awesome, you know, cause we all have haters and I get a ton of hates, you know, and this and that, but 95% of the people love what we're doing and, you know, not just me, but all of us, you know, giving back to the community, putting out great content and Brian putting out his stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's really, really refreshing to be a part of something where, man, I I didn't hear a negative thing yesterday, man. I shook hundreds of hands and people were taking pictures with me and and it's a little weird. I don't know if you guys get that, but it's kind of weird when someone's like, can I get my picture with you? And I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) <laughs> and then I got to stand on my tippy toes, but you know, <laughs> but it's, it is, it's fun. And, and I just love our community. I love that people are taking, you know, to the next level. You know, like I, I mentioned, uh, it, you know, before this, that, you know, when I was growing our company, we didn't have access to any of this. You know, we went out to Lana landscape, they would have a school of management every year and they'd move locations. And that was our one chance to network with guys in the industry. And they had speakers. Um, but where we learned the most was afterwards, you know, just having a beer and, and, and just talking to guys. And cause I can stand on stage and tell you that my business is perfect and nothing ever goes wrong. But when you're sitting around a table with some guys and be like, you know what, this is what really goes on. You know, it's, we struggle today. We struggle just like every other company. And man, I just love, I just love the energy. I love talking to people. Um, I'm glad they pulled this off, man. It was awesome. I can only imagine what next year is going to look like for both GIE and this, because when you take GIE away for a year, then there's even more demand, you know, right. and, you, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people that wanted to be here that maybe couldn't for whatever reasons. And so I can only imagine that this, I think we're just at the beginning. You know, what was hard for me to hear last night was a lot of people, you know, uh, we were had the conversation about, oh, this is awesome, Entrepreneur Academy, and this is their first year. And I'm like, have you gone to the GA? No, I was planning on going this year. I had everything. It's my first year that I was going to go. And I was right. like, oh, man, like so many first time getting into business or maybe they did a part time for a few years and this was their first full time year. So they were all there's a lot of people that are ready to be their first year at the GIE. And you know, they couldn't go. So obviously it's to no, no one's fault, but you know, specifically, but that, that, that was hard here. So that, that just means like, to your point, there's going to be a lot more people probably going next yeah. year, the first timers for next year. And then the people that were supposed to be first timers this year that will become first timers next year. I already booked my hotel because 
it's probably going to book it, out fast. It's, dude, That's I'm what telling Evan you, was saying. It, yeah. I now I'm, I'm assuming they're holding some rooms back, but I went on and booked my room, and there was n- very little available compared to now. There's probably some stuff being held yeah, back. Yeah, definitely. But I booked already just because I didn't want to wait, and uh, so yeah. For anybody that hasn't been to GIE, and next year's going to be it's going to be the ticket, and and the Entrepreneur Academy is. And it's I, growing. It's yeah. dude. It's great, and it, the speakers were good, um, um, minus me maybe. But the uh, <laughs> the I mean, just the information and the energy, man. I love it. I just absolutely love it. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys say you were fresh. It was just encouraging to me the guys to come up and say, "Hey, thanks for making your podcast." The only complaint I got is they're like, "We just wish there was more," because they love as we're out on the mowers or you guys plowing that snow, plowing making snow, that dough, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can listen to music, but does that really stimulate anything in your brain? But if you start listening to podcasts that's talking about how can we be more profitable? How can we be more efficient? How can we have healthier relationships and prosper? I mean, you have like these deep conversations for entrepreneurs you're growing, you're growing, you're stretching. You're like, Oh, why? Well, you know, Troy clog, you know, I'm interviewing him. I'm like, wow, that was really good about culture, you know, and you just get these nuggets and nuggets. And, and then you're, then when you go back, you're like, well, why would I listen to that garbage? You know what I mean? Like I, I literally, I used to listen to like sports talk. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. So I would like, well, I'd listen to their show. They like preview the upcoming game or talk about the game. I literally haven't listened to that in a long, long time. I, I cut it out completely because it was vanity for, for sure. my, for my mind. I mean, it was entertaining in the moment. Oh, they're going to win. They're going to lose. Who's injured? Whatever. Of they lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but now it's like, I don't want to waste, even though I'm, I'm doing something like working, I want to be using my brain. So I just say that to say it pumped me up to keep making these podcasts. I know the green grind, you guys got your podcast. Naylor's starting a podcast mm-hmm. Fullerton. We got all these other podcasts that are out there, but it's like, I have this energy energy now. It's like, I want to keep making more and more and more. Absolutely. And And people want more. That's That's what I'm saying. They're craving more. I thought for a while that like this spring I was seeing like, you know, Chant was doing one and and of course Stan and I'm like, are we going to saturate the market? And the truth is not a chance. Right. There's as long as we're not all interviewing the exact same people, the exact same time over and over again, I think we'll be good. But even with that being said, if we all have our own unique spin on it, because if you think about it, whenever a new movie comes out, what happens? Every late night talk show has those same actors like radio row, you know, like we were talking about for the super bowl, they make their rounds going to every single, uh, state, every single talk show, you know, they're on, on the tonight show, they're on here, they're on there. And they're talking about their new movie and they're not always talking about the exact same thing. They're talking about the movie, but there might be different spins out. They have little skits and all that. So, uh, it, it it's limitless, you know, what Absolutely. we can do, but for, for the podcast. So yeah, people, people are starving for information and it, it's available. And, you know, I used to always just say, if I I can just take one thing out of each one. And I, again, it doesn't matter if you're big or small. I listen to guys with one mowing crew and they'll say something. And I'm like, man, that's a pretty good idea. And I'll go back and say, Hey, this guy said this. That makes sense. You know? So I don't, I don't think you, you know, I don't think you need to worry about, Oh, I only listen to a guy doing more than me. Yeah. I listen to everybody. Cause I want to know, maybe they got a little tidbit. There's always I, something to yeah. learn. Yeah. And I think it helps us as content creators, the competition, not competition, but we want to bring our A game. It's like, there's all these other podcasts out there. If you're the only podcast, you can kind of, you know, slouch off. But if everyone, I mean, if Fullerton's putting out gems time and time again, Ballard's put, you know, you're having Kyle Orton. I'm like, who you interviewed? Ah, the Chicago Bears quarterback. I mean, you know, it just, I think it iron and sharpened iron. It's, it's challenging us, man. Why I want to put out, I want to make this 
I want to interview the best. I want to bring my best. Right. So it's got me pumped up. Well, hey, we need to take a moment and take a, a second to thank today's show sponsors. If you want to learn how to properly install paper projects and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out thehardscapeacademy.com. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Fortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. They know him by name at Cracker Barrels across the country. Here's Paul Jamison as the Green Industry Podcast continues. All right, guys. Well, thanks back. Thanks to Mr. Producer back in the ATL for everything he does for the show. I'm just talking here with Corey Ballard and uh, Naylor Taliaferro, and I'm just getting pumped up because I think a, a dream day for a lawn care, a lawn bro landscape guy is that they can get on their mower at 8 a.m. There's a fresh new podcast from Corey Ballard, The Green Grind. They can go listen to Stan Genetics' new podcast. Then Brian Fullerton, <laughs> you know, then at lunchtime, maybe tune in the Green Industry podcast. And, and LCR and, and, Media and then LCR, podcast. And then afternoon, throw a little lawn care business success from Julio to me. What if there was that like fresh appetite yeah. imagine like the the success if we're yeah. all bringing fresh content so anyway right. i don't want to beat a dead horse but uh i'm, I'm pumped up as I, this event from brian many people probably have different takeaways and i'm curious to hear your takeaways but it inspired me to keep making this podcast as good as possible so i don't know what your guys's takeaway from this experience has been yeah i mean i completely agree i actually um text my buddy leroy mains who helps me with the green grind and um I said, we got to up our game, bud. And, uh, and, you know, and I just, it, it, it excited me so much just to see how everybody interacted yesterday. Um, 
just the sincerity of Brian and Liz mm -hmm. and the speakers were great. And, um, you know, Stan wasn't here, but man, Stan was just, I mean, almost, I had chills at one point. I mean, this guy, you know, just passionate about what they do. And, um, you know, our industry is growing. It's exciting. You know, I was talking to some guys that were saying, you know, like we're kind of all looked down upon, you know, if you mow grass, you're, you know, you're looked down on. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think we have to continue to elevate and, and show people that this is a professional deal. And, and if you want to be professional, it's up to you, man. There's, there's opportunity. And, um, I'm so glad that they put this on. And, uh, again, we, they, they went out of their way to pull this thing together. And I think there was almost 300 people here. Um, the energy was insane. I stood up, you guys were all, we were up there for a couple hours afterwards. I probably could have stayed there till 10 o'clock last night and right. guys just want to talk and talk about their business and, and how and, it's and, going and, and give gratitude, you know, and being so thankful for, for everything that we've done to help them in whatever way it is, whether it was your speak or a podcast or videos on YouTube. I mean, that there's just so, was so much of that going yeah, on. No negativity. I didn't right. see one person with a frown and you know i was yeah going these out. events are not are, are not filled with haters no <laughs> at all. that's just it no hate i'm sure yeah. we'll get some somewhere but <laughs> you know and, and i went out of my way to to go up and talk to people that were kind of standing there maybe look maybe they came here by themselves a guy gave me his coat so i um i, I need to get his name i'm sending him some free swag um but i'm like dude that's the, he had a camo vest on and it was kick i loved it i'm a vest guy and i'm like dude that's the coolest vest i said give me your info i'll buy one he took it off and gave me his vest. And I'm like, no, 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 dude. I don't want your vest. He's like, I really want you to have it. I'm like, no, no, no. Wow. I have his vest. He gave me his vest. It's a camo vest with his logo on it. Mm. I'm like, wow. And he's like, dude, I loved your speech. I appreciate you being here. I'm like, I mean, that's, and I'm going to send this guy some stuff. I'm going to throw some shout outs to him. What I just love how giving everybody was, man. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah and I, everyone I've talked to is leaving this hotel, this convention center today, going back to their business pumped, pumped up, uh, focused, implement whatever they can. Yeah. Like take action. every single person. If you think, I think the tickets, you know, 200 bucks, you get your flight, you get your food, 500,000 bucks. The ROI on that. I mean, I'm pumped up. Yeah. You're pumped up. You're yeah. pumped up. I was just down in the lobby, you know, getting some coffee and everything. And guys are, the one people, uh, couple was going back to Oklahoma. We had a Missouri. I'm just chatting to them and they're just, we're all tired. The physically we're a little drained, but like in our inner man, there's this buoyancy right. and like this fight, like, let's go, let's go. And it's in context of how these jokers are out here in the world. They're all, you know, victimized and we're all yeah. like. Come Let's on. Go. Yeah. And so that just speaks to Brian and Liz and, and the power of gathering his peers. Cause in the lobby, one thing I noticed is like people kept gravitating to the lobby and they wanted to talk and Brian's like, Hey guys, let's come on, you know, come back yeah. in. But, and, and, and that's good. Everything that's, you know, scheduled for the day. But I think guys favorite part is shaking your hand, talking, sharing their story, right. learning, man, Oh, should I, you know, right. that's everyone's favorite part. In my opinion is having lunch, talking, being in the hallway, talking post conference, ain't no right. one leave. You know, you go yeah. somewhere else. Everyone's like, I gotta go. And then yeah. everyone's like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. You know, and people right. are sharing, you know, uh, you know, they're share. I think people in what's cool is they're sharing information. You know, it used to be this, I can't like, everything's a secret, right? it's not, you know, guys are sharing their business struggles and experience and what do you charge for this? And again, they're not exact numbers, but man, you know, I talked to, I had a great conversation with a couple after and they're really struggling with hiring people. And I gave them like five tips and she wrote them down. She's like, Oh my God, that's going to change our business. And it took me 
30 seconds because it's low-hanging fruit for me, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. here's what we do, the sign-on bonus and the referral bonus, and here's boom, 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 and here's how to, here's, the, you know, instead of saying we're hiring, it's, it's you know, always looking for great people, adding to our team, looking for leaders. And she's like, oh, we just run, we're hiring. Well, everybody runs, we're hiring. <laughs> so it, just easy, you know, and every, they're like, oh, my God. I mean, and then the husband came up and like, I can't wait to get home. I'm going to change my whole, I'm changing everything. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. That is awesome. And I think the biggest thing is taking action from this. Like, you know, you can listen to audiobooks, podcasts, go to live events, be pumped up, fired up. But then if you don't do anything with that, that energy and the knowledge that you just acquired, then it's just a waste. So I hope that everyone at these events, at this event and any other ones really do take it in action. I mean, there's no question everyone's pumped and fired up, but you, you have to take action. You have to go back home and do what you got to do. Like Caleb Allman's like, you know, he's always saying every time I go to these events, you know, and he was a speaker at this event, but he, everything else he listened to he's like i'm taking notes you know Brittany almonds taking notes and they're like you know i can we can apply this we can change that and they they go back home and they do it you know but at the same time you know he's honest and he's like yeah then sometimes you kind of lose a little bit of steam and you got to check your notes and refresh and it's human nature right but i just yeah. I, I implore people to make sure if you're listening to this and you and you're we're at this event and you haven't taken action yet take action yeah i said it yesterday not taking action is an action Exactly. Get home, take action. And you don't have to revamp your business. Just make one or two tweaks, man. Right. You know, because we get consumed with all, I mean, I got a hundred ideas. Mm -hmm. Just, just do two of them. Just write 10 of them down, highlight the two that you think will make the biggest impact and take action. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you talk about getting back home. I think there's something when you get out of your town, you get a different perspective because when you're kind of in the routine and the mundaneness, you lose a little bit of creativity. But when you're out of your hometown or, you know, where your business is, you can, you get detached enough where you can start thinking and seeing from a different perspective. And then you go back in and I, I feel like you're at a different, better place. So yeah. just, you know, a lot of guys, when I was in lawn maintenance, I was stuck where I couldn't leave because I just couldn't. I had to get a certain amount of yards done. And if I ever wanted to travel, maybe Friday or Saturday, I could, you know, go over to the mm -hmm. beach, but I'd have to be right back. And so figuring out in your business, how can I structure it, whether it's hiring employees or doing enhancements more than me, whatever you have right. to do. So you can give yourself the opportunity to travel and, and to get away for a minute because otherwise you get stuck like and a rat it, in a wheel. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you can't go to every single event all year, right? but GIE is like the super bowl of right. them all. And then obviously, you know, Brian and Liz are yeah. great uh, event here. There's so many other ones, but make it a priority to get out to as many of them as you can, because it, it will do nothing but benefit. It's a, you. it's a business and life investment really. So hundred percent that our, the keynote speaker was, you know, I took more away from that than just business. I mean, there was a couple things there. I was thinking, I gotta be a better dad. I gotta be a <laughs> yeah, better dad. I know. Seriously. I gotta, you know, I'm like, I took I'm, those notes too. I'm like, I'm, I, like, I'm putting gotta, this on my phone. I gotta I, tell my wife. I gotta be a better dad. <laughs> what, tell everyone about your, I've heard all my hearing about Corey's wife, Corey's daughter, all these guys, you're, you're not, these aren't reaching your ears, but this is all the chatter from the peanut gallery. They're all like, man, who's Corey's daughter? Who's Corey's wife? I was like, I don't know. To, to all these boys and, and kids that are here, they're all, all I'm hearing about is the beautiful, Corey's got the a fan club. Yeah. I guess there's some 
beautiful ballards. Everyone's interested. <laughs> I don't straight. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> my my wife's with me. She supports me. She works in our business, and uh, so we were gonna do. We were talking last night. We were gonna do a uh, kind of have some fun. We were gonna do a coupon code, and, and you can either use Lindsay ten or Corey ten, and we're gonna see. Who likes who more? I think my wife will win, um, <laughs> even though I have the knowledge on the products. But, uh, yeah, she enjoys coming to these things, too, and, and having fun. So I don't know what the chatter's about, but uh, I outkick my coverage, if that's what you're that's, asking. I, I guess that, that's, what they're, <laughs> that's what they're saying. So. Well, you know. I, I, I must, you know, I'm, I must have tricked her. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, and it's cool to see the women that are here. Last, I was at this event last I, I year. Noticed and I that, think yeah. there was three women here. Wow, you know? and there's a lot. I'm seeing all these and, people tagging me on Instagram, and they're with their wife or girlfriend, yeah. whoever it is. But the, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. The important thing about that is you and Lindsay are are having this experience together. You're you're on the same page, and that we talked about that uh, on a podcast yesterday mm -hmm. about I'm single, but you got as a with Calthus. You know, right. we were talking about yeah. your spouse has to be. In sync, you know, hundred percent. I talk to guys all the time where they're, you know, when I was doing some coaching last winter and, you know, my wife wants me home at five o'clock and I'm like, you know, guys, you really, you and your wife got to get on the same page. You know, what does the business look like? What's the model and what's it going to take to get there? And, and guys are struggling with that. You know, you got two, three kids at home and you're getting home at nine o'clock at night or, or maybe you're getting home at five or six, you have dinner and next thing you know, you're upstairs, you're doing your billing and your accounts yeah. payable and, and. I think part of the issue too is a lot of guys don't know what role their wife should or wants to have in their business. You know, I think myself included, you know, with the, with the whole, this whole topic, it's like, you know, uh, do, some guys don't want their wife to be involved. Mm -hmm. Some guys do, and their wife doesn't. And sometimes there's a blend of the two. Like they, they do want to be involved, but only with certain things. And so it all has to, like you said, you have to really sit down and figure it out. I mean, you know, your wife doesn't have to be involved in the business, but to your point, they need to know what's going on. They're your spouse. You need to have these financial co conversations and business growth. And they should, you know, you, your, your spouse should be your best friend too. So you want to talk about what you're doing yeah. and, and what you're excited about or what you know you're struggling with and maybe they have an idea from way out of left field that you never thought about because you're you're in the zone you're in the field like a rat in a wheel sometimes and you don't have that outside perspective so yeah. there's a lot of different variables there and I, I think guys get caught up you know or even girls you know get caught up not including their spouse at all or in the right way or, or even just giving them the opportunity to involve themselves. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be involved? Do you, you know, and, and kind of get past your own pride or whatever, like, you know, they're not going to, you know, ruin the business or they're not going to, you know, be better than me or maybe they will and they'll make the business better in, in, in their way. You know, it's, it's all about like collaboration with your, yeah. with your spouse. It is. It's tough. Cause if your wife or maybe you're, maybe it's a women around business and the mm -hmm. husband, if you're not on the same page, it's going to be really hard to be successful um you know if when you come home the wife's upset that you're getting home every night at 6 30 um and you're out there busting your tail and now you feel unappreciated and right so it's really those are those tough conversations that i talk about that you have to have with employees you got to have with your with your wife and and say here's the but i also think you got to lay it out here's the business plan and here's what it's going to take over the next 12 18 24 months and honey i'm I'm all in and I'm going to be putting in a ton of hours, but at the end of the day, here's what I, here's what I see. We're going to have that maybe financial uh, flexibility. We're going to mm -hmm. get a go on those vacations and I have to, you know, I got to go away to the GAE or, but I'm not just going there to hang out with dudes. I'm going there to get better, smarter, entrepreneur. I'm go, you know, there's, there's a reason I'm doing this and, 
Um, and also this is what's going to be in it for you. When I'm home, I'm going to be home and I'm going to be present and connected and, you yeah. know, some incentives that way too. Yeah. Got to just communicate, communicate. And I, I, I talk to guys whose you know, wives are not on board and, um, that'd be tough. I'm glad my wife supports me and she's, she's one telling me to, you can slow down. <laughs> can you tap the brake a little bit? I don't know how to, if you guys got to know me a little bit. I mean, I, I got one speed, it's gas pedal down and um, I create chaos around me a little bit and I, and I, I can tell you that the life work balance, I can tell you how to do it, but I'm not good at it either. And I've been trying really hard to, you know, at least when I get home, disconnect from my phone for one hour, you know, just one hour. And the best way to do it is leave it in your vehicle. Now I'm not good at it, but you know, but your spouse needs to be on board because it's a big commitment, especially when you're growing your company and you're working crazy hours. Um, but you hopefully can have those communications and conversations and say, Hey, baby, we're going to get there. We just got to give me some time. We're going to get there. And, um, you know, cause nothing worse than getting your ass chewed after you work a 14 hour day. That, Boy, don't, that don't sound fun. I, I exactly. started, uh, this has been new and it's been awesome. I started, I don't sleep with my phone in the room anymore. I keep my phone out. In the oh, kitchen. I wish I could do it. I automatically wake up at four 30 every single morning. Now today I woke up at five 30 cause I'm, I'm uh, when I'm out of town, it's a little different, but when I'm back at home, I don't need to set an alarm at four 30. I'm going to yep. pop out of bed. It's just, I can't even explain it. It just happens. So I don't need a phone for an alarm clock. Cause that's a lot of guys excuses. Well, I need it for my phone. Well, you can go buy an alarm clock, the old right. fashioned one, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's not an excuse, but it's been my brain. Cause instead of scrolling through Instagram until my eyes hurt, I, I don't have my phone in there. And then when I wake up, I don't get on Instagram and check my notifications real quick. I'm just starting your day, thinking, yeah. praying, some going, falling asleep, waking up. You know, and it's, it's been really refreshing for me because I'm addicted to my phone. Me too. And um, it's something you talk, as you talk work-life balance, I don't have a spouse to deal with, but I ha Instagram can consume me and all these things can just suck me in. And I think they designed those apps with our, oh, I got a notification. I got to check in. Like, oh, I got an email. Like it, they, they sucker us in and you can get caught into that and then you lose your productivity real fast. Yeah, I know some of the happiest people I know, um, do exactly what you're saying. Their phone is not in their room. They get up, they might do their morning prayer, maybe do a small reading, um, maybe a little meditation. Okay, what do I got planned for today? They kind of, the happiest people I know do that. Mm -hmm. I roll over at one, two, three, check my notification, you know, and it's not healthy. And why do I think that I have to get back to somebody at 2.45 a.m.? You know, it, I well, don't, I don't, I, I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Yeah. If I have my phone near me though, I can't, it's going to get me. I don't know how to break that, but if it's in the other room, then yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind. I need to try that. Cause I don't I'm like you. I haven't, I haven't set an alarm on a phone in 10 years. I'm up at four o'clock. I'm up, you know, but the first thing I do is grab it and see what, <laughs> yeah. what did we sell last night? You know, a, who, who I checked the Polk County inmates and I, I want to see who went to jail for some reason. Cause I'm crazy. And I like who went to jail, what happened on Facebook? Did who tagged me in this? And I got this need to check things that, you know, it's unhealthy and I know it. I can tell you what to do. Right. Tell you, I can't, you know, and, and so I'm trying to work on that. And, and, uh, that's something I think we can all work on. It's just, taking that 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning to reflect on your day, um, whether you pray or don't pray, but whatever you do in the morning to start your day off right would be crucial. And, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get better. Cause of course, you know, my, then you stare at your phone and then it's, it, you know, that light, yeah. and then you don't sleep well. And then you doze right. back off and you check it again. And um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start tonight. 
All right. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. <laughs> we'll my- quit, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, hold you accountable to that next time we see. Don't tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got. Let me think about this. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to keep the momentum going because I my mornings have been rock stars. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because you're when you disconnect. Because when your first thought of the day is, "Ooh, Brian's Law Maintenance shared my thing," or whatever yeah, you're yeah. you're checking all this stuff. That's where your brain is. But when you're not even thinking about that, and I, I you know, I'm a praying man, so I'm talking to the yeah. Lord about the day and, and getting, I'll have yeah. these, you talk about how you just, you'll be on your mower. On my get mower, these mo- and that's where these, it happens. These yeah. ideas the drop in your brain. Happens. I've been just having this clarity. Yeah. And so I just. You, you got you to find your meditative state. You got to find the place that puts you in the zone. You know, I used, to, I love to mountain bike, but with everything going on in life, I don't go like I, every week or anything, but that's huge. That's like mowing lawns for me. You just hit that trail and you just zone out you just yeah. focused on the trail you, and random thoughts just start popping in your head but not the thoughts of like you know oh i gotta do this or i gotta do that it's the thoughts of like creativity and awesome ideas and like oh you know we're, we have a vacation coming up and we're gonna do this and that like like stuff that you want to think about floods back into your mind sure and all the other junk that it's like a nuisance to you and like weighs you down is not doesn't even exist when you get in your zone and that's where all the creative stuff starts coming out and all that so when i'm mowing lawns that that happens like sometimes like i say to myself if i ever get to the point where i'm completely out of the field i'm gonna have to find a way to still mow my own yard or whatever my son does that now but like i'm gonna have to like do something to hop on a mower to kind of get my little meditative zones you know or maybe i'm just mountain biking all the time but i gotta i gotta have that creative space you know it's not sitting in the office it's not sometimes taking a walk helps if you're in an environment where there's no one around and you kind of take a walk in the woods like a trail or something but you got to really find your zone so you can get that creative space going yeah motorcycle for me and when i when i i do a lot of motorcycle riding and i just got back from a trip last weekend and that's the one time for me that I I'm in t- I'm at total peace because mm-hmm. a couple things happen when you're riding a motorcycle. Um, I like bikes with engines, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> me too. I just don't have any. My wife's terrified I'm going to crash and die. Oh, I'm, me too. Because I'm an <laughs> I'm an animal. But you know, uh, for some reason, it kind of sounds selfish. But I I'm not thinking about the kids. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not. I'm just in a space of clarity. And uh, when I'm riding, because you've also got to be hyper vigilant of you know what's going on around right. you. But when I ride. Um, man, that gives me a lot of just peace and, um, I get a chance to, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, do gratitude lists in my head, you know, I'll, the serenity prayer. I mean, I just, I'll pray and, and, mm-hmm. you know, I prayed before I went on and did my speech yesterday, just a 15 second, you know, and I just, it gets me in a clear space and, and, um, you know, I believe in it and it works for me, I think. And I, I can't, nobody can prove it doesn't. So I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go with that. And so but yeah, we all do. We have to find that time because you're right in the office. Phones ring and people are coming in and you got to find that time. And, um, the guys that I know that are happiest guys and gals that are happiest find a way in the morning to take that 15, 20 minutes to, to really start their day clear. And, um, when we have a clear mind, we can be proactive and, uh, you know, aggressive versus being reactive to all the, and being all panicked and anxious. Cause one guy will send me out one bad, hateful throw you all and I'm pissed off all morning long about some guy who I don't yeah. even know who uh, and, and that was their intention probably that was what and they, they got wanted. me and I'm yeah. like and then I think through I'm like I'm gonna let that guy change my Tuesday yeah, yeah. he don't know he doesn't have the power to change my right. day but I give right I'm gonna give him the power the, no the right. peanut gallery that's that's what fuels these keyboard warriors man they're 
It's crazy. Yeah, that's the only power. They see that your they have. success or Brian's success or your success or whatnot, and they just want to tear you down. Like they they get uh, energy out of tearing you down. And what I, I try to explain to Brian, I hope you're listening to me, Fullerton. <laughs> Listen carefully, because Fullerton will punch back. He'll be you know, not yeah. always, not always. He's getting but, better. But but what happens is in in Fullerton's right jab. You know, when Fullerton punches back, the other guy is sitting there, oh, Brian's talking about me. Like, it just fuels him even more, and then it's like right. it's a never in bed. It, it gives him a platform. And when, yeah, I, when yeah, I, exactly. I, I was struggling in the beginning, and I can tell you, I, I had long conversation with Brian and Stan. I said, Stan, I'm struggling. He's like, what's going on, buddy? And I'm like, the haters. I don't know what to do. And he says, you know what I do, Corey? I just say, hey, have a great day, buddy. Or, or He goes, maybe they had a bad day. I don't know yeah. what's going on in their life, but he goes, I don't give them a platform. I don't argue with them. And I thought, you know, a guy yesterday – bashed me I, I did shot a video in front of the m&m machine because it wasn't working and this guy went on and bashed me i, I about I, something totally irrelevant totally yeah. totally irrelevant and yeah. i just said thanks for the great feedback hope you have a great weekend stay safe out there he was probably and he never responded he was probably like whoa what yeah <laughs> right like, i don't yeah. i can't give i don't why would i give him the power to change my day right but, no exactly but i i wanted for so long and i think we had a kind of a you know, we had a bad presence on social media for a while because I was arguing with these people for no reason. And it's not like, and you know, you give them a platform. This is kind of funny. Dr. Phil always says, never respond to a hater. I watch Dr. Phil because <laughs> it's just so, I, I don't know. Amen. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he just says, you never respond to a hater. Joe Rogan, you never respond yeah, to a that's, hater. That's, that's my thing. I, I do not respond. I, I've done it a couple of times and I regret it every single every time. Every time. Yeah. I do not request. And we're living in this culture. People get offended so easy. I had, a, I had someone left me a five-star review singing the praises of the show. You know what I mean? And then the next thing, you know, I get these notifications notifications of these reviews one star and i was like it's the same guy he flip-flopped overnight because <laughs> i i said something that offended him and now all of a sudden he hates the show oh my god and it's just like we're first like, of all what? it's free yeah my producer marty you know what i mean he does right. a great job he puts a lot of energy to the most meticulous details to make it the most enjoyable listener experience possible we take time out of our days out of our low energy right. situations right. to give our it's and then it's free yeah. You get, we put in all the work right. and all we're the not money, forcing you to listen the, to it all either. The investment. We do everything <laughs> yeah. and it's free. And then people are, you know, oh, I yeah. can't believe I'm yeah. like, what in the world. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm getting better. I'm getting better. At, you know, my favorite, I, my favorite thing is ban and delete, ban and delete. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, but, but, you know. but a Brian Fullerton, this guy's taking the world by, by the, you know, he's, he's on fire right now. And I just don't want to see him slowed down by these jokers because the, the haters are only, the more successful you get, the more haters you get. They yeah. Just, he, there's a page on Facebook. Have you seen it? That literally is dedicated to hating Brian. Oh my it's called, god! It's called "Influencers Gone Bad." I was oh. even, and so I went on and defended him, and I got destroyed. Oh and all I really god. said was, "Guys, if you put the same energy that you did into hating Brian exactly. into your business, I think you'll find more success." That's brilliant. And I just said, <laughs> "If you think you can do a better podcast or better YouTube's YouTube videos, go for have it. at it." Yeah. And if you don't, you know, and I, I, I wasn't, I do, I wasn't mean or rude. I just said, right. put that same energy that you're using for hate into your own business, and I think you'll find a better outcome. Yeah. I got destroyed. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I'm yeah. like, I know. these jokers. <laughs> yeah, we're over here giving them a platform right now on your podcast. I know. Just talking about Yeah, it. you're right. I, I, Come on, you're man. Right. Let's wrap that up. You're Let's right. move on. Thank you, Daler. <laughs> Forgive me for the double standard there. Yeah, we got it. But I I think it's I think it's important that it, the what uh distracts us from that creative space, it, it was 
bringing it full circle yeah. is the haters and allowing that to take us down the rabbit hole and even overdoing it of notification, email, yeah, Instagram. being on our phone. We got to yeah. schedule in time to be electronic free. Yeah. You like know, so we can clear our head. Our, our friend Matt LaMarche will batch it. So it's either six to seven yeah. or seven to eight. He'll get on for an hour in the evening and he'll caught, get, he'll caught get all caught up. And then it goes back and he goes back to his wife and to two kids till eight to 10, whatever family time is. And his wife knows I'm going to be on social media, keeping everything right going moving. and getting caught up from this one hour. And then once that hour's over back to the two kids and the wife and his situation, I, I think that's, yeah. if you have the discipline, you just, yeah, that's yeah. something he worked on over time because he wanted to improve his relationship with his wife and his kids and, nice. and his life work balance. And that's, that's what he was doing. A quick story. My business partner, uh, Matt Bowman climbed Mount Everest um, a few years back. He's climbed, I don't know how many of the major peaks in the U S but or in the world. Um, so he climbed Everest. So he was without a phone for four months. Wow. And he said it changed his life. And so when Matt gets home every day, he walks in, he plugs his phone in on his nightstand and he doesn't look at it till morning. And he said, it's changed his life. And I'll be like, dude, I emailed you twice last night. We got something. He's like, was it an emergency? And I'm like, no, not really. And he's like, I got back to you in the morning. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and he just does it. He walks in, plugs it in. And he, and he just said that Everest changed his life. He was without a cell phone for four months. And he was like us guys on the phone 24 seven. And he just said, I realized that that cell phone is not going to, I can't live by this thing. It can't control my life. Right. And, and he's made it clear to some of our staff members too. Don't email me on the weekends. And yeah. because I, I, we're forced to read them, right? We're not forced. We do read them. Yeah. And so we made a kind of a company policy. Don't email on weekends because we have to value our, you know, employees time and, and, you know, and if you email someone on the weekend and maybe you've got, now you've got something you have to handle on Monday and maybe it ruins their weekend or like, oh yeah. man, I, and so I just thought it was interesting that, you know, after that four months without a cell phone, he, it, he said, it's absolutely changed his life. It's the craziest thing ever. Him and I would jump in a car to go to hour and a half car ride to, to our Cedar Rapids office. And I'll be like, where's your phone? He's like, yeah, I left it at the office. I'm like, you don't have your phone. He's like, I mean, nothing going to happen. I'm like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, I, I'll so get out. I'll get out. I'll get out of the driveway and yeah. I'll be like, Oh, There's and I mean, I'll squeal my tires back. In. I mean, like, I feel yeah. like I can't go anywhere. And so just, it was interesting that it took something like that for him to just overcome that. And, uh, it's, he said it's changed his life. I mean, I'll text him something, nothing, not a word. And he goes, yeah. sometimes I'll peek at it maybe before I go to bed, but he goes, I don't respond to anybody. Yeah. What's well, yeah. an incredible tool an incredible resource, the phone, the technology, but we need a, boundaries and a plan to use it for good and not let it uh distract us and i i mean it's just crazy you know in the 80s and 90s we didn't have all this and you know grow i i grew up in the 80s and 90s and it's like no big deal we didn't even have it god it was nice yeah yeah <laughs> so but we think oh we got we gotta have i'm the same way I'm like, oh, where you know you've just like where is it and it's like this has only been a couple of decades where we had this thing. They lived without it for <laughs> hundreds and thousands of years. So, yeah. Hey, I don't want to be stuck in Michigan. I'll say that much. Yeah, I got to get back to Atlanta. We got a flight. What time do you fly home, Corey? Uh, I think one o'clock. So I got a little time. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we're probably getting close yeah. to where we, we need to get the Uber. Yeah. And we, uh, we went through the whole gamut on this episode though. We covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Now, Hey, real quick guys, again, thank you, Corey. Yeah. Thank fall you. tour sponsor and F fall tour F A L L. T-O-U-R, fall tour. 
and that will save you 10%, get you some blades for Christmas. What, what, what's, what's hopping right now over at Ballard um, yeah, We're selling a lot of blades, uh, still selling a lot of, getting a lot of snow, uh, snow stuff. Guys are ordering shovels. A lot of guys, you know, still cut grass. You know, if you're in Texas or Florida, some nice areas, they're still cutting grass. So we're still selling a lot of product. But if there's anything you need um, to wrap up the year, you got a little extra cash finally sitting in the bank account, and you want to buy some gear, um, absolutely, ballard-inc.com. Jump on there if you've got questions for me. Um, you can email me, you can, uh, get a hold of us on either one of our Instagram accounts, <laughs> shoot me a Facebook message, man. I work my tail off to try to get back to everybody. Cause I never put my phone down. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your time, Corey. Thank you for all the help Naylor on the tour and here. Uh, Absolutely. Naylor's been behind the scenes helping me with all these podcasts, um, here at Launchpreneur Academy. And last but not least, Brian Fullerton, Liz Fullerton. Thank you guys for the courage to not give up and to make this a huge success. I give it an A. A. A plus. There you go. <laughs> Your transitions are getting better, Naylor. I set you up on that one. So, Naylor's All podcast right. coming soon, friends. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Mr. Producer here with some exciting news. One-on-one -on -one coaching with Green Industry Podcast host Paul Jamison is now available. Are you wanting to experience breakthrough in your life or business? Paul is offering one-hour coaching sessions to help you fine-tune your business. Join Paul as together you will work on a plan to activate your destiny with setting and accomplishing specific goals. Whether you're trying to create better margin in your schedule or increase profitability and efficiency in your business, Paul would love to help you. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com to sign up for a one-hour coaching session with Paul. Again, that's GreenIndustryPodcast.com, and that link will be in today's show notes. Hey, friends, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast, and I'm sad to say the episode's over. You can stay connected with Paul on Instagram at Paul Jameson and at Green Industry Podcast. Now on YouTube, his channel is Paul Jameson. That's pretty simple. And if you're ready to take your business to that next level by raising your rates, it's time to check out Paul's rate increase letter. It is a plug and play document that will help you professionally communicate with your existing customers of why you're increasing their rates. Paul's rate increase letter and links to all the other products and services you heard about during this episode available in the show notes. And thank you for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.